Hi, I'm James Chillinglaw aboard Costa Toscana. It's a little bit windy today, and we're in the just past the Straits of Hormuz, actually, on a very interesting itinerary from Costa. We're going to talk about Costa Toscana, which is Costa's newest ship, and the itinerary we're on with Ruben Perez, who's the general manager and senior vice president for Costa Cruises. You're going to find out about all that and more on Insider Travel Report. Here we are. It's a little windy up here, but we're, we're, we're handling it, right? Yes, we are. It's a little chilly, but we're doing good. Yeah, you're a Florida guy. You're, you're, yes, you're, you're freezing right now. And we see in the background the great uh, Costa emblem, the, the, the stack. And we're here on one of the top decks of this wonderful ship. And, and let's talk a little bit about this because this is a sister ship to a ship I was on a, a little over a year ago, uh, which was Costa Smeralda. And uh, so tell us a little bit about this ship and why it maybe is it a little bit different from or is it pretty much the same? That's pretty much the same core uh, between uh, the uh, Smeralda and the Costa Toscana. Uh, these are LNG ships. Yeah, so liquid natural gas. It's, it's really one of the first one of the first ships that's doing this. And it's a very innovative, envir more environmentally uh, friendly practice, right? Correct. That is uh, correct. We also have the AIDA brand and also Carnival has a few ships that are modeled under this vessel. Yeah. So, yeah, so you have that, and so, uh, but the, the features of the ship, except for some of the decor, is essentially the same. And how big is this ship? This ship is uh, 185,000 gross tons. It has over 2,663 cabins. So you double that and you get the double occupancy right. there. Uh, of plus. 5,200 plus. It is, it is a large ship, but it doesn't feel like it. It's, it's really a lot of spaces, a lot of different things going on. Now, what are some of the standout design features that you, you like really about this vessel? Well, the main one, I think, is the Coliseum where we have the shows. And I think that was something that we were talking about. Basically, we're bringing the show to the guests instead of the guests going to the main showroom, which is tradition on most ships. So here you have three decks where the guests can go to any of the decks have different features and bars, cafes, uh, the Sushino, which is one of them that's around there. So while you're that's watching- sushi place. Correct. So while you're watching the show, you can have something to drink, get up, walk around. Me, myself, I like to walk around. I'm not the kind of type that just like to sit down and do things. It is interesting because that is a little different is that it, if they don't really have a main theater, they have this Coliseum, Coliseo, I should say. And, and all of the shows are there and, and they're acrobatic shows, they're singers, they're dancers. It's just an amazing thing. And we actually did a little uh, backstage tour and saw how they, they all did it, right? Correct. And you'll see that it's five levels of it will go up and down as needed based on the show. Uh, it's it's just incredible the design that they've done there. Yeah, so that that's really a, a really key feature of this ship that's really exciting. And they have another theater, but it's not as large. So you not really have a single big stage theater, but one that's sort of encompassing. Now, so one of the things I really like about this ship, another major feature, is the food, which is really outstanding. It's it's a you know Italian based, but talk a little bit about the options you have. So basically we have the archipelago, which uh, I think you had the pleasure of eating with. You too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and from there you have your choice of three uh, Michelin chefs, one being Italian, one French, and one Spaniard. But of course, the main thing that we're known for is our pasta. Um, Made on board, fresh mozzarella, made on board. And al, de al dente. Dente, al dente. And in any restaurant, whether it's paid or the main dining room, you will taste the pasta and you'll see that it's, it, 
generally Italian and authentic. Yeah, absolutely. And then they actually have a dedicated pizza parlor, uh, which is really cool. I found that out on Smeralda. And I, I got to tell you, I, I sort of think for my taste, it was the best pizza at sea. So it was a great option as well, right? I've eaten there twice already. Yeah, I know. Me too. I've, we had it there the first night and then the, we had during lunch, I think, the other time. And then you actually have others, others uh, like you, you mentioned, the, the sushi restaurant, uh, which is just a little sushi alcove. But then you have a teppanaki grill, right? We have the teppanaki. We have the Heineken bar. We also ate there. It's really a bistro. It's a bar area with live bands. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but I, also we have the steakhouse portion of it where we ha um, had some nice. It was it was a nice steak. I got to tell you, it was a great steak there. And, and it was it was really it was a lot of fun. And, you know, with the music. So that is a great feature of this ship. And, you know, you think you're getting on a kind of more contemporary vessel and the food can be good, bad, but pretty much outstanding throughout. And especially if you like pasta, it's the best, best ship to be on. right? I think so. I think so. Now, let's talk a little bit about um, the range of accommodations on board, because uh, we, we, we're all, I think I'm in a premium suite, but you have a lot of different cabins here, right? We do. The ship has, uh, as we mentioned earlier, I think 2,663 cabins, 1,510 of them are suite, um, sorry, balconies. 106 is a unique concept, a balcony with a terrace. So there's a terrace in between your traditional balcony. Um, and there's 106 of those and there's 28 suites. Yeah, it's, you can get almost anything you want here and it really is. I'm on a balcony uh, uh, suite and it really is very spacious, nice nice, nice setting, pretty pretty decent sized bathroom and everything else. Nice nice sized shower. Now, let's go back to that, that entertainment thing. But what are those shows that they have? Because it really is designed for a more international audience. So we're not have a lot of Broadway shows on, but you got a lot of other good stuff, right? No, we do. We obviously have the acrobatics. One of the features that it allows in the Coliseo is to put the uh, I don't know what they call it but it's basically lady that gets on the little stringy things and goes around in circles it's just fantastic it's wonderful I, I'm sorry, I don't know exactly. It's similar to, I guess, Circle de Soleil. It is like Circus Soleil and you see them hanging around. But then you also have a lot of musical performances, yeah. you know, whether it's rock bands, whether it's pian pianists. Uh, uh, it, it's really a very international, again, all in the Coliseo. And then you do have that other theater too, right? Uh, we do. Uh, mainly the shows, you will... Even if you're an American guest, you won't feel be feel left out. Yeah, no. It, well, again, and again, there there are about I don't know how many nationalities on board usually, right? Mm, uh, I don't know the number, but there's a lot. As you can see, we've had uh, from anywhere from uh, Indians to uh, Muslims on board as well as your general European. Which is, it was a result of where the itinerary we're on. Right, right. Now let's talk a little bit about where we are in the pool decks and everything else. This is a pretty cool space here. And there's actually, we were gonna originally do this from uh, uh, this this wonderful Volare Skywalk, which is uh, right around the corner from this, which is kind of this awesome walk that goes up right by the stacks and it's right in front of the uh, the slide. So there's a lot of stuff to do on, on this deck, right? Yeah, being a, it's a large ship and there's a lot of people as we know. So so basically, it's very well um, spread out. So we have four uh, pools for anybody who wants to use the decks and not feel overcrowded. Right. And then you have an indoor pool, too, that, that kind of solarium type thing. Uh, of course, I got to tell you, the best part of that is that's where one of the, the uh, gelateria outlets is. And then this street food thing, right? Correct. You have the street food, the uh, hokey pokey. Uh, I think uh, uh, I'm not much into them, as you can tell by my <laughs> gut. But obviously, very good, healthy food for people who are conscious about yeah, that. Yeah. So, but you do have that gelato, which is fantastic, and and it is a very nice relaxing Nutella. Oh, we we can That's your favorite, mine too. That it's a Nutella. Favorite. Nutella. A lot of outlets like that. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, where we are. This itinerary, because it is a very unique itinerary. We started out in Dubai, and then where did we go? 
We went from Dubai to Doha, from Doha to Muscat. Now we're on our way to Abu Dhabi and then back to Dubai. Very interesting. It's, we've been doing it for several years now. It's very popular for Europeans. So our goal is to introduce it to Americans. Of course, there's always that hesita hesitancy. Because well, we have, we, have, we have a lot of new, unfortunately, a lot of history lately in this region. Uh, but it's an incredibly interesting historic area. And if you can get more Americans to come and truly understand it, I think you, you're going to love it. Because obviously, Dubai, a lot of people want to go to Dubai now. Abu Dhabi is kind of rising up in that itinerary list. But to go to Doha, where we just had the World Cup, and then we just were in Muscat, which is very exotic, very, very different. Right? right. And they're trying to maintain their culture in the sense of the building, the architecture, totally different than what you see in Dubai with these amazing architectural uh, designs and buildings that they have over there. And then we did one fantastic shore excursion uh, out in the set with, the, uh, with a desert, a dune drive, a dune dinner. Uh, and, and you can get that. Uh, we, we had a little special one, but uh, it was really truly awesome. We spent a lot of time in Dubai doing that. Yeah, it was fantastic, though. I had my eyes closed most of the trip. <laughs> it is. It is. You're going on. You're surfing the dunes with these four by fours. And then you get to a place where, in, in our case, we saw falconry, which was a lot of fun. Uh, you see, you'll see my me. You know, hopefully we'll get a shot of me with with my friend, the falcon. And then we went to this incredible dune dinner where we I think we saw a belly dancer. I don't know. A belly dancer. And then there was you, you, you mentioned you had to get another one, too. So there was this guy who's dancing, has all these. Uh, uh, well, he had a lot of lights on at one point. That was. He he did. He did. And he just kept spinning and spinning and spinning. I, I, one spin, I would have been totally on the floor, but he just kept going on. It was an incredible show. Well, I, I called him a whirling dervish, but that's actually from Turkey. So he was the equivalent for the Arab. Yeah, yeah. Now, so this is an itinerary you really think uh, you want to get Americans interested in, right? I think so. I mean, I, I think Americans have to have an open mind for the area. It's a large area. I felt safe the entire trip. I hope yeah. you felt safe the entire well, well, trip. And, and, and all they, they kept telling us, you know, Qatar is the safest place. Abu Dhabi is the safest place. I said, there's a contest in the Middle East to say, what's, what's the, the safest, safest place? place? Not even the safest place just in the region, safest place in the world. So yeah. I, I think everybody should have this on their bucket list. Yeah, it is an amazing itinerary. All these places we've heard about uh, and it really are increasingly in the news and there are some amazing things to see. The big cities have amazing attractions. We're heading to Abu Dhabi, which has incredible museums and just might be the theme park capital of the Middle East, right? Well, yeah, and we are actually going to some theme parks tomorrow. Some of our guests are going to the Ferrari World and uh, Warner Brothers, I believe is the other one. I know. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Now, we talked about that. How, 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 do you, how do you sell this ship to Americans? What, do you, what are the keys for our travel advisor viewers on selling Costa Toscana to the American market? It's give it, getting over that stigma. It's something different than your typical Caribbean cruise. Um, here it's more cultural, obviously big cultural. And I think it should be something that Americans experience and understand. Uh, mainly. Well, and that's it. And so normally we think of Costa as being in the Med. In fact, a year and a half ago, we were in the Med uh, on a nice itinerary from, very short itinerary, but well enough from, from Barcelona to Rome. And that's where I got to know these ships. These are the brand new ships of Costa. But it, this is really off the charts. Very, very different. Very, very exotic, yet accessible and, we, as we said, safe. So uh, so I guess you, you tell the travel advisors out there, really consider this for your clients because this this is something they might be interested in. Yeah, it's a different run from your typical Caribbean that uh, everyone's done 5, 10, 15 times. So that's that's for sure. It's definitely as we say, there's a beautiful we're on the uh, we're heading around up to Abu Dhabi now, which is actually not that far from Dubai. But we're we've been circling around here a bit. Right. Yeah, time to expand their horizons and try different things, including the Med, which obviously we sail there for many, many years. Yeah, 
Well, uh, I really think more Americans and more of your clients should give Costa a good try now, not just for the med, but for these other itineraries. Uh, there, there are a lot of options in cruising, but this is one that I think is kind of unique and uh, well worth the effort for, if, for those of your clients that want to explore a region that they may not have thought about before, but they've been hearing a lot about in the news. So, uh, Ruben, I want to thank you for taking the time here and this little windy day here as we sail up. Uh, it's been great sailing. Now, where can travel advisors and the states go uh, in terms of a URL or something to learn more about Costa? CostaCruises.com. That's very simple. Again, great to sail with you this time. Great to have a lot, a lot of dinner. Let's go have some coffee and warm up. A little. I think so. I'm James Chillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.